Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We continue going through the Gospel of Matthew. We're about to move into a new chapter, chapter 20. But first, I want us to back up to chapter 19 where we left off because these flow together. This is really not a real good chapter break. Remember, the, the chapter and the versification are all man-made, and they're useful. We're thankful for them, right? We can sort of find where we are. But in Matthew chapter 19, verse 27, Peter had said this. Then Peter said to Jesus, Behold, we have left everything and followed you. What then will there be for us? And Jesus said to them, Truly I say to you, that you who have followed me in the generation when the Son of Man will sit on his throne, you also shall sit upon twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone who has left the houses, their houses, or brothers, or sisters, or father, or mother, or children, or farms, for my name's sake, will receive many times as much and will inherit eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last will be first. Now, that's the end of the 20th chapter. We've looked at that already. I mean, the 19th chapter. The 20th chapter starts off with the word for, <coughs> F-O-R. So Jesus is still speaking. So he's going to give them an example. Because he says, for the kingdom of heaven is like. And so he gives them a parable. So it ties back directly to the answer that he gave of Peter's question. And it's actually going to make more sense because I'm going to try to read through this whole uh, uh, parable idea right here. Uh, 16 verses. I'll, I'll read fast and not comment much. <laughs> in, the, in the 16th verse of Matthew 20, Jesus says again, So the last shall be first and the first last. If you're just reading the 19th chapter, that little statement sounds sort of weird just by itself. But when you read that last verse in the 19th chapter, then proceed on. Jesus is addressing this with the example he gives. So listen to this, Matthew 20, verse 1. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. When he had agreed with the laborers for denarius for the day, he sent them into his vineyard. So that denarius is a day's wage. So he simply saying he had agreed to a day's wage. And so let's say the day's wage in the vernacular was $100 for a day. They had agreed to that. Now, verse 3. And he went out about the third hour, which is about 9 in the morning, okay, and saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And to those he said, You also go into the vineyard, and whatever is right I will give you. And so they went. Notice that there was no agreement upon what they were going to get paid. Whatever is right. So they went out. They just trusted him. You know, he's going to give me. So he goes out. Verse 5. And again, he went out about the sixth hour. That's about noon. And the ninth hour, about three in the afternoon, and did the same thing. So he went to these men and says, hey, why aren't you working? You want to work? Well, go out at noon. He said, I'll take care of y'all. Don't worry. Three o'clock in the afternoon. Y'all willing to work? Yeah, go on out. Sort of intriguing. They're still hanging around willing to work, right? Verse 6, about the 11th hour, he went out and found others standing, just standing around. And he said to them, why have you been standing here idle all day long? 
And they said to him, because no one hired us, he said to them, you go into the vineyard too. So he hires them for the last hour. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, call the laborers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last group to the first. Now notice it's the owner who did this. The owner told the foreman, okay, go get those laborers, bring them here, and then pay them. But start with the last group that was uh, hired and then worked way back. Verse 9. When those hired about the 11th hour came, each one received a denarius. They received an entire day's wage for one hour. Isn't that great? <laughs> Verse 10. When those hired first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also received a denarius. When they received it, they grumbled at the landowner. And they said this, These last men have worked only one hour, and you've made them equal to us who have borne the burden and the scorching heat of the day. But he answered and said to one of them, Friend, I'm doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? And they had agreed to that, remember? Verse 14, Take what is yours and go. But I wish to give to this last man the same as to you. Is it not lawful for me to do what I wish with what is my own? Or is your eye envious? And that word envious here actually means evil. Or is your eye evil because I am generous? That's a great question. Because I'm good. So the last shall be first and the first last. So what is the Lord saying here? Well, he's saying a multitude of things, but don't lose sight of the whole picture. Peter's question was what? Hey, Lord, we've, we've left everything. We've left our houses. We've left our businesses. We've left our families. We'll follow you. And the Lord said, yeah, I know that. He acknowledged that. He said, I know that. And he said, you will be blessed because of that. But some of the first will be last and the last will be first. He's letting us know, uh, particularly those disciples then, <clears throat> that they were going to bear a burden. I said it in verse 12, a burden and the scorching heat of the day. Most of them bore the scorching heat of life, even in the way they died, right? But he's saying this, that the one who comes into salvation in the last hour receives the same fullness of those who came into salvation at the first hour. And that those that come in first that perhaps might bear a heavier burden, don't get fretful over this. Don't be envious over this. Don't be distracted by this. As a matter of fact, if anything, realize that it is upon uh, the burden that you have borne, upon your labor, upon your propagation of the gospel that has brought these others in. And if they receive the same eternal life that you have received, they receive the same daily denarius, daily wage. So don't be distracted by this. Don't let the enemy come in and, and, and instill envy within you or evil within you. Also, don't question the goodness. Don't question the goodness of the landowner. Don't question the goodness of God and who he wants to bring in. Uh, don't question the goodness. He may bring somebody at the last moment and exalt them far above you within the arena of what he has planned. Okay? It is fine. It's okay. It's all right. But if you have an envious, evil eye, boy, nip that in the bud. Don't allow that to build into resentment or anything of the like, okay? So, Matthew, 
chapter 20, verses 1 through 16. Give it a read tonight before you recline upon your nightbed. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. We'll see you next episode.